This is Clayton for the Cashflow Show in association with Podcast Radio Business. We're joined by Thorbjorn Fink, COO of Plio, and we're here to discuss should we pay remote workers less? Thank you for joining us, Thorbjorn. Please tell us more about your role at Plio. Absolutely. So I'm the COO of Plio. At Plio, what we do is we um, Europe's leading spend platform. Essentially, we're here to help small and medium-sized businesses across Europe, and particularly in the UK, getting a good oversight of where they're spending the money. So I know what Plio is. Can you say just very briefly how it operates on a day-to-day basis in terms of if I was a small business? Absolutely. So if you have the Plio solution in your company, Every employee and leader have a means to pay a Pleo card, either on their phone or plastic. You go out for a business meeting, you buy a new keyboard, whatever you need to do to get on with your business day, you use the Pleo card. When you do that, we can automate a lot of stuff so you don't need to worry about the expense report. And the cool thing is the finance department will be happy because for the first time, they will have a real-time overview of where money is going. And in effect, really, that helps businesses maintain a certain amount of knowledge. Because once upon a time, as businesses, what would happen is you wouldn't know until the end of the year where the money had gone. Exactly. And Clayton, you'd be surprised how the situation is today for small and medium-sized businesses. Actually, it all depends on the employees. You know, it. I know I'm guilty of this. When I worked in another company 10 years ago, I would not care about the expense reports. I would wait one week, two weeks, three weeks before I submitted my expense reports. And before that happens, no one knows where the money is going. But the thing is, things are changing because the majority of UK SMEs, small, medium enterprises, are quite optimistic about 2024. And it says that 49% believe it will be easier than 2023. What factors do you think contribute to this sense of optimism? I mean, we Brits are not known for being the optimistic types, but (laughs) (laughs) what do you think's brought that on? Oh, I think it could be a multitude of reasons, right? But let's be honest, last year was a tough year for Mm. many different reasons. Also geopolitical things has happened, right? So I think we are going into 2024 with a bit more optimism. That's at least what we see when we asked, you know, hundreds of UK finance leaders uh, in SMEs, you know, are you more positive towards 24 than you were in 23? And definitely it's a big thumbs up. So optimism is back. The wish for revenue growth is back. But right now, it's more about growing sustainably rather than growth at all costs. The idea of a business now is about sustainability. You don't want to be here today, gone tomorrow. And it seems like as far as the survey is concerned, 25% of SMEs, they're looking to reduce their outgoing costs. Because I learned in business, and I'm sure in your experience also, that it's the costs that kill your business. It is, and you need to keep it in check, right? So the heydays of 2021, particularly for small and medium-sized businesses, they are over. We are entering into a new phase. And now it's not about growth at all costs. It's about sustainable growth. What that means is there is tension, tension between growing your revenue, but keeping your costs in check. And this is a big theme for CFOs. That's what the survey shows as well, that everyone's keen to grow their revenue, but most are focused on keeping the costs in check too. And in light of keeping the costs, the idea of your employees or your staff being your largest cost has reared its head. And 
The survey also said that 20% were exploring the possibility of reducing pay for remote workers. Now, before people start you know, spitting their coffee out or their tea and becoming very angry with torches and pitchforks, how do you think this shift in remote work policies might affect morale and productivity? Yeah, so I think it's actually a really interesting data point from the survey, you know, and it's a little bit classical, Clayton, somehow, you know, as a CFO, you look at, you know, you want to keep the costs in check, what, what is most costly? Employees. And then you start looking there. And other really interesting data point in the survey actually shows that only around a quarter of CFOs have a good oversight over where the money is going. So I would actually start there rather than going directly to employees, remote working, salary, all of that. Start with getting the overview of where the money is going. And it's clear from our survey that a lot of CFOs and a lot of companies out there, they don't have that up-to-date overview. And that's really important before you make the wrong decision. And this is because you can also alienate good quality staff and good quality employees by saying we're going to cut your salary when you don't need to do that. Absolutely. And honestly, in most companies that I know, um, having employees and driving revenue goes hand in hand. You know, who, who gets the revenue in the end? It's the employees. So that is a really key component. Be very careful in making rash decisions on your employee base. That would be my advice. First, get the oversight, the insights into where the money is actually going, because maybe there are other places where you can save. A lot of companies today, particularly SMBs in the UK, have huge costs when it comes to servers, hosting, anything SaaS. There are a lot of different cost categories you can look at before you take the drastic approach and start looking at employees. The concept of actually looking through your statements, looking through your expenditure, if you're buying too much of anything, you've got stacks and stacks of paper, for example, that you're not using because everything is a, an email or a Slack communication. You don't need all of that. Why is that expenditure still going on? The vast majority of small and medium-sized businesses, they don't have the right tools. They don't have the help that they actually need. We're still, you know, not a lot of innovation has happened in this space. So, I, I sympathize. I sympathize with the CFOs out there because it's really difficult. If you need to go through your bank statement to figure out where the money is going, oof, it's a challenge. So that's why, of course, I'm biased, but I would say look around, see if there are any tools that can give you more real-time insights. That's really what you need. You'd be surprised if you really go through with a fine-tooth comb, you'll really find, you know, oh, maybe you have two of these subscriptions, maybe, you know, a an employee left who had the LinkedIn premium subscription. All these small things really add up too. But if you have no tools that can show you where you're spending your money, it's got, it's really, really difficult. What steps can SMEs take or SMBs to improve their financial visibility and better understand their expenditure? Yeah, so there, there are a few steps that you can take, right? Um, and of course, you know, you need to have a good overview, right? So I would, if I was an SME today, and um, I would look at the finance tools that are the finance tools that are available. It, it pertains to your invoice payments when you pay your suppliers. You know, could you delay that? How much are you paying? Getting a good overview of that because that is a big cost category typically. Your suppliers, but also just the expenses. You know, the day-to-day -day spending, the business trips, how expensive are they, where do you stay, which hotels, all these small things really, really, really add up. That's at least what I've seen in our journey 
from being five people to now 870 people. Oh my God, the cost can very quickly spin out of control. But try to look at a tool that can give you the oversight because that's the starting point. You need to be doing this in, you know, with some visibility. You cannot just make rash decisions blindfolded. So get a tool that gives you insights into where the money is going. It's definitely worth it. So the data also reveals that 20% of SMEs they treat the business spend and expenses as separate streams. And 23% are not too concerned about tracking the smaller expenses. I would ask, why is it important for SMBs to integrate and streamline their spend management processes, including tracking the smaller expenses? Because it's, you know, it's all these small things that really add up. And it's also behavior in the in the company that you're building. If you're sitting out there and you're an entrepreneur and you're building your team, I would think that you would want like a healthy spend culture, that employees spend the money as if it were their own. Right? That they take responsibility for what they're doing when they're going out with a customer or whether if they're traveling and they're really thinking about, hey, this is this is my company too. I need to act in a diligent way. And a good way of doing that is get a tool that allows them to spend within controlled limits that you set, because it will bring you back, you know, real-time insights that you can then use and have a good discussion with your employees of, hey, what kind of uh, company do I want to build? You know, what kind of company do we, what kind of company culture do we want to have? What kind of spend culture do we want to have? I think this is really important, particularly if you're looking to scale your, your company with more employees. A lot of people have been working very remotely and some people are coming back into the office. Some people are resisting <laughs> coming back into the office. How does that work in terms of spend culture? Because you've got lots of people in lots of different places. How can the tools that are available help to, to drive that and not have a situation where an employer says, right, you know, you're, you're not coming into the office, so we're going to take 20% off you. Yeah, no, exactly. And I think I know that there's a there's a, there are different religions here, right? And I think it's really depending on the industry and the company, whether or not it makes sense for employees to be physically together every single day, if it's sometimes a week or if it's not needed at all. Imagine you being as part of a sales team. Maybe it makes sense to be on the ground in the same room physically together. But imagine you being a software engineer, really needing time to focus. And then maybe it's not as needed to, to be in the office. Regardless, the notion of a distributed workforce and allowing more flexibility for employees, I think we have passed that. That is just the way that we work today. There is more flexibility today than five years and 10 years ago. And in order to handle that, you have to allow employees to make business decisions, spend decisions by themselves, wherever they are. It's like you're a manager, you cannot follow all your salespeople to every single sales meeting, right? That's That kind of control just doesn't work. So you need to have an, a tool that allows people to make the right business and spend decisions right then and there. You need to be able to make sure that that is controlled by you, but also makes it easy for the employee. The benefit is you know what's happening, you know who's spending what, and people will take responsibility for what they're doing. And they will think about having a healthy spend culture in the company. Do you think that people who take that certain responsibility and who are offered that responsibility become actually better employees and team members? I absolutely do, because it brings you together. 
the way that our product works, for instance, is we don't, we're not fans of having a lot of limits and, and things that you cannot do as an employee. Rather, we believe in transparency. You know, here you can spend within these limits, within this budget, whatever, and just get on with your day. If you need a keyboard, buy the keyboard. If you need uh, to go somewhere, you go somewhere. We trust you. We pay you as an employee. So, of course, we trust you to do whatever is right for the company. And in return, this employee gets freedom and empowerment. And that's something that is both exciting, but also, you know, something that's energizing, you know, not being a forced to do expense reports and all these things that are so disengaging. That's a thing of the past now. Use a modern tool because then you're in control yourself and your employees will be happier. It's true because a lot of people hide their expenses and they stick them in a drawer. I remember hearing a story once of a friend of mine who was found themselves in a position where the senior managers had to really clamp down and said, if you did not put your expenses in, you would be getting a disciplinary. Clayton, this happens, you know, you would be surprised how, how prevalent that actually is in the UK. There's so many companies who haven't really thought about automating this process and bringing in some tool that could make it easier for employees. But the fact of the matter is, you know, employees, they don't want to do it. No. You know, I'm an architect. I was not hired to do expense reports. I'm a salesperson. I was not hired to do expense reports. I, you, so the pain around all of this is so big. So the only thing to do really is help the employees, bring in some tool that can help them be more empowered and get on with the day. It also has a good return on investment, right? Then actually the architect can draw or the salesperson can sell and not do expense reports every other Friday for two hours. <laughs> Very true. There's a lot of people who will be saying, I'm a here, here to that. So... In closing, for SMEs that are considering implementing changes to their remote work policies or expense management practices, what advice would you offer to ensure that these changes are implemented effectively and with minimal disruption? No, that's a good point. Um, I can definitely speak to the expense management part and where I think now today, you are in, if you're a CFO or CEO in a small business, there are plenty of tools available now. It, this was not the case five years ago, but now in the UK, you know, go online, search for expense management, try to figure out if there's a tool that would fit for you. Take a few calls with the different providers and see what would what would actually help you. I think it's it's um it's really the time now, particularly when we're going into 2024 and you want to keep your costs in check. Look at what is available. It's it comes with a cost, but of the, the ROI on this is so great. Your employees will be happier and you will have real-time insights. So that's, it's so powerful. So that's what I would, uh, that's what I would advise, uh, Clayton. So where can our podcast radio business listeners and our Cashflow Show crew go to for more information? If you're interested in, in Pleo and, and what we can offer, you can go to pleo.io, search for a demo or look at a video. It's, there's a lot of explainers there. That would be the place to go, pleo.io. So Thorbjorn Fink, COO of Pleo, thank you for joining us on the Cashflow Show in association with Podcast Radio Business. Thank you so much, Clayton. You're most welcome.